Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Horror on the Orient Express. It's available from Chaosium. I am the game, I am the keeper, I am the keeper of the secrets, and this is episode 23. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lipley as his character, Theodore Thursby III. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stuart? Thanks, Tom. <clears throat> From the astounding journal of Theodore Thursby III, Tuesday, January 16th, 1923. As hard as we tried, we could not locate Katerina from her singing echoing throughout the covered market last night. In the morning, we gathered and went in different directions to try to gather more clues. Dr. York and Dr. Kurz visited the University of Milan. They were not able to discover much of the sale of any part of the Seduco simulacrum. However, they did discover at the Great Duomo Cathedral, ladies dressed in black with imagery of the missing Katerina. They ran into another giant rat there feeding on some grubs, oddly carried by an old man that he, he dropped upon being startled. Dr. Neruda and I, tried to track down the rat that Gabriel saw just last night, but to no avail. We stumbled into a protest of workers over the murder of their union organizer, Anios Espinoza. It was quickly beaten down by Mussolini's black shirts. However, Dr. Neruda managed to speak with one of the protesters afterwards. He discovered a few key names of the union busting leaders who might've been behind the murder. Dr. Dabrowski and Gunther Block headed to the opera house to look into the rumors of a long time curse there. They discovered most who worked there were indeed superstitious. Some of the supposed curse started six to seven years ago. Um, uh, upstairs in the costume department and adjoining areas in the upstairs regions, many became sick or had accidents. Recently though, the curse seems to have moved downstairs. They also discovered that the opera house, besides the auditorium and stage areas, is a maze of hallways, rooms, boxes, and equipment strewn about, about everywhere. We have a sneaking suspicion, maybe, just maybe, a clue to the whereabouts to another piece of the Sudoku simulacron might be near within the opera house. Amazingly enough, somehow, Gunther has landed a part in tonight's performance of Aida. Curtain call at 8 p.m. All right. So it's still fairly early in the day. What is your next avenue of investigation? I this I can't put this giant rat out of my mind. I don't know about anybody else. The as I think as as Roland as as you said, um, there may only just be the one rat, not not an army of them, but just one. I can't that's, imagine that's there size. being so many uh, such creatures running around loose without there being a general outcry. Thing was not an, a normal sized rodent. Uh, I, I wonder if there's a way that we could procure like the well-dressed man 
some grubs and uh, perhaps even return to Duomo and see if it uh, has come back for its feeding. Are you certain that that he was there to feed them or or wasn't it in a jar that he accidentally dropped that the rat opportunistically took advantage of? Why would you bring a jar of grubs with you to a church? He seemed to be there like he was trying to feed it, yeah. Okay, I mean, it. yeah, it just sounded, from the recollection, it was he dropped a jar of them. Yeah, he was bent around the pillar in a way that was difficult to see what he was up to, and then when he was startled, we interrupted, it seemed, feeding time. Perhaps okay. he's There's... been there before, and we could ask around if anyone knows him, and then if we could find and speak to him i perhaps i'm a little troubled as i i recall an old legend that we looked into once as the arcane society back in arkham do you remember mm. the witch house the legend oh. the rumors of come of uh Kamaya Mason? Kaziah Mason? Kaziah, yes. The, uh, was he the geometry student that ended up uh, passing away in that house? Yeah, some kind of mathematics. Yeah, so you it's, think maybe this is uh, a familiar that has gotten away yes, from its... She was rumored to be in league with some rat creature, I believe. Um, well, and if we this, have a... this just this man and this this odd rat but the familiar is generally quite faithful to one magic uh, magician or witch do you think that uh, this is the familiar of uh, a dead witch that this gentleman is trying to capture for his own purpose or mm. I'm not I'm not sure, but if it is, if it is such a creature, then I can tell you it moves been... quickly and we did not get a good look at its face. So can you get it? Was just, it was at... something I noticed. I noticed it after the singing stopped. Did did either of you, Dr. Neruda or uh, Dr. Kurz? It was you, Dr. Kurz, that saw it, right? Not you, Dr. York? No, I, I saw the creature. Oh, you saw it. Were, were there, was there anything striking about it besides its size? Was there like a stripe on it or a peculiar color on its rear area or snout? I mean, it's it's it's. It was size. a large rat. But it, you know, as Dr. Kurtz said, it, it moved very swiftly. So it was hard to get a... Uh, definitive look at it. Okay, the Theodore, the the size alone. I mean, you're looking for remarkable features. Oh, this thing, I, it's, a I, rodent, you, it's a rodent of unusual size. I I agree. I, what I'm trying to get at is that if you both saw very large rats, but let's say uh, one had a scar down its side and the other had a couple stripes on it, it would indicate there's multiple as opposed to one in the same. That's what I was trying to to get at. Right. You know, it, it would be nice to distinguish, but you know, the one Naruda saw fleeing 
it was lit, but not at a bit of a distance. And of course, the church is not very bright. But it was the you you could tell at least that the one in the church was a nice, fat, healthy looking rat, kind of you know, blackish brown in color. It didn't have any scars or anything like that. Dr. Neruda couldn't quite see. It was dark. It was just a shadow of a, a rat on the ground. And I think just, the regular sewer rat even would leave a small trail behind when running away, but I didn't see any sign of where the thing went except under the pews. A religious rat. And it was, and it was, uh, it, it, it's just, I, I saw it again right after the singing stopped. Yeah. If it's not, say, an ordinary rat, Maybe if it is like that rumor, that legend back in Arkham, what if it was the rat that was singing last night? Hmm. Yeah. No, no, it's a voice we know at this point. We recognize the voice. If you said that this uh, rat could somehow steal Caballero's voice, then maybe she's in hiding because she cannot go on the stage without her voice. This is a it's a possibility. There have been legends and tales of mimicry and creatures of legend and lore being able to mimic another person's voice. So it, if we are, we have seen the realm of impossibility. So I, it could be possible that something is mimicking her voice to trick us. Yeah, it, it would definitely be in the realm of extraordinary because it, it would would be far beyond that of like a parrot mimicking a word or a sentence. This was a complete song with, with tones and such and feeling. Yeah, with feeling. Or it could be what? It could be linked. There are such legends as werewolves and werecats and werebears. And it's are, are you so. suggesting that Catalina? No. Is become I, the rat. Is, is that what you're suggesting? It's a possibility. A were rat, a were cat, a were oh. dog. It has. It wouldn't. That wouldn't happen, obviously. But it is a. It is a thought. That is. It could be that. It could be a mimic. It could be she was there. We it don't. could be a changeling. <laughs> um, something. It's... There's something else that's been eating at me, and I, I think we should uh, look into this as well. Um, and I, I don't want to forget it while I'm thinking of it, but it, the uh, the unionist, the dead unionist, mm -hmm. have did I read correctly? Did I hear correctly from the crowd that they haven't released the body to the family? That there's that they haven't uh, allowed. That makes me wonder if there's something wrong with it there could be evidence of some sort that we might need to uh, collect from that. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't dare go down that route. I, I saw how they've treated their, their reaction to the workers protesting his death. I think whoever the, the I mean, he, he was trying to organize a union at the Alfa Romero plant. 
Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. Is run by very rich and powerful men. That was very apparent from the one worker that I talked to. And they seem to be in, in league with the police or the black shirts or somebody. The black shirts, yeah. And so it seem it it seems as though, you know, the you're right, it could be connected. Whoever but... did away with the unionizer could be part of or an associate or the person who has absconded with mm. it might be interesting to see uh given that we have two different instances of the fancy alfa romeo touring car mm. uh, there's a hint of a relation perhaps if we go to the alfa romeo plant we will see our gentleman in the beautiful suit again and ask him why he takes grubs to feed the rat in the church. Mm. Uh, I, I definitely would like to try and maybe get into the uh, morgue. I think I could blend in, and uh, as long as no one tries to talk to me, I might be able to slip in and at least do a physical exam. I check uh, out the corpse. I could uh, accompany you. you if it's even at a morgue, it would yeah. have to research. We all they could have it privately. Who knows if uh, how... we just don't know. Yeah, um, I... we need to be careful with people who are friends of the black shirts. Yeah, I mean the the police, if they had come to break up the protest, you'd expect it to be a little bit more orderly. But the the black shirts came in and they were brutal to the protesters. Which That's... is uh, an issue because if you do go snooping around. Uh, the morgue York, and you do not speak Italian, uh, you would be in a lot more danger. Yes, so, uh, and Dorian, might, I would... We might not uh, see you again. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate your uh, accompanying me, Dorian, then. I could, but... Uh, well, I would. I will, but it is not... We might not get anywhere. I It might not be worth the risk at this moment in time. I, I wonder not... if there's... A... Oh, wait, Dorian, that you can uh, determine in advance whether the interim authorities, these black-shirted lads, have turned over the body to the morgue if they're holding it themselves. Uh, we, I guess we can try and look into it. We'd have to go maybe to someone with records, or if we knew someone of who was rich and famous and not disappeared. Well, let's... I don't know if we've thought about this enough. About about her disappearance. Who... What motive... What would be the possible motive for keeping her? There are any number of possibilities. It could be personal. It could be about advancing the career of the girl who's to sing at her place. It could be to undermine oh, the opera house. It could be political. Uh, it could even be political. She has uh, a wide social net. The, the issue, especially here at this t- at this moment in time, is politics is very uh, rife here, and yeah, most most things that occur here are political in nature. It might not seem. So we do need to be very careful because I do not want to. Uh, <laughs> I do not want to thought to end up dead <laughs> or in prison. 
Well, the good fortune we have is that we are well-heeled foreigners and not local workers who are quite expendable. Uh, the Naruda, the young man you spoke with, was he uh, another manufacturer or was he with the Alfa Romeo company himself? He, he was a worker at the Alfa Romeo plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would like... Uh, I would like to visit this manufacturing center. Maybe they have tours. Also, there will be employees that uh, we can ask about what uh, brass looks like. See if uh, they if, see if someone sounds like the silverhead gentleman we saw at the Duomo. Maybe learn more about the dead man. Uh, if someone well, cares to join we, me. If we ask around the church first, I have a list of names. Mm -hmm. and a lot of names of the people associated with the ownership and the purchasing of Alfa Romero's. So if we can find the name, if somebody at the church knows who that well-dressed man was. Then... Yeah. Yes, I think it is wise for us all to stick together at this moment in time. I do not, as much as I do want to go and find this body, Dr. York, it is not wise at this moment in time until we know more information to go searching so, for a body that we don't even know where it is. And perhaps know. the approach we take is somebody goes up to the priest of the church, describes the man and say that, um, like, we're tourists, but we saw him drop something. We could show, like, a pocket watch or something and say, he dropped it. Do you know who he is so we can return it? He dropped some lira, you know, yeah. just say, uh, hey, we saw some... Not he dropped some insects in a glass jar. Yeah, well, maybe not. He so dropped bad. something more, yeah. And probably some... not a stopwatch because we don't want to buy a stopwatch just to give to the priest. Or something more personal than money because the priest might say, put it in the poor box. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you mentioned when you were at the the cathedral that uh, there were three ladies dressed in black with images or, or pictures of Katarina. Uh, doesn't that, isn't that something you'd expect to see with people mourning uh, the death of someone? It, it, it seemed, oh. as opposed to someone who's gone missing, it seemed like they were more in mourning almost. They well, could be you? They could just be reactionary and just assuming the worst, though. Yeah, yeah I, I think these were the uh, seamstresses that Dorian and I uh, ran into, and <laughs> they they shuffled us out of there. They they seemed to fit the description. Three women I... dressed in black. Yeah. And... But you described them also as highly superstitious, did you not? Oh, yeah. yes. Highly. And they were highly, and I don't think they... We tried to press, tried to press a little bit, and they were not having it. I even tried to talk to the young seamstress, and they were not having it. Maybe if we could. Uh, I wonder if there's a similar, if there are similar rumors in Milan as to a witch with the rat. Maybe the ones to know. Yeah. What yeah. Uh, What time is it right now? Let's see. You've you Gun Gunther. You need to be at the opera house at six, right? Oh, oh, yeah. No, it's pre lunch. It's still pre lunch. Oh, yeah, okay. you've done all this in the morning. Yeah, pl plenty, plenty of time. Plenty of time. I mean, you know. Um, what's the... I'm just worried about this curse. Uh, the fact. No, I, I think. I think the curse is caused by a piece of this Adef car simulacrum that was in that room 
That's what I think too. Until I, I, this production where it's been moved. So I wonder if I wonder if it's gonna feature in the show. Which is Oh, maybe it'll be on the uh because it because it's now affecting people who are like getting like in the green room dressing yes. room area. It's uh why I said I need to um stay with Gunther as we go back because it will give me an opportunity to snoop around and at least they know who I sort of am. They at least the guard at least recognized me. Well, My man, man recognize me come back. Exactly. Um I am all right. I am worried, uh, all right. Sounds like you're splitting up the team. Which direction? Right. Who's going which way? There's I say, six of us. I want to so. go. I want to go to the church and see if we could ask around and get this uh, gentleman's name. I'm going to the church. Will you take some grubs with you? Uh, I, if I can, if where can does one buy grubs? grubs. Yeah. A, bait, a bait shop. Ah, uh, you go. Maybe turn over a. A stone or something. Maybe they'll be under there. there. I don't know. I'm not a Milan. There's not a river out. or something that runs through Milan. Is there? Oh, yeah. There probably is something nearby. I just don't know. Yeah, I it's think it's Roland's idea of like yeah. of a fishing shop. I mean, a lot of cities, old cities, were built near rivers because it makes sense. So everybody fishes somewhere, I guess. All I know from Milan is they make a good tomato sauce. Is it worth uh, just sticking together for now, going to the church, and then seeing what that comes up before going off onto other ventures? Because we do not know what we will uncover at the church. So Duomo is uh, is central, uh, so I, and I don't think we will need to spend that much time there. So yes, let's go and see the Duomo. Maybe I will can... see. A, you can think of the Galleria where you're staying as central, and then you've got the opera house on one side and the the cathedral on the other. Literally two minutes walk from one another. Oh, here's the okay. In our vague thinking of how to get grubs of some sort, is there a butcher shop where we could go and see if there's any refuse in an alleyway where there are maggots? I'm sure there are lots of butcher shops. There, sure. There are always maggots. So uh, if we go looking at a butcher shop refuse, can we collect uh, some maggots in a jar or something? In a little speaker or something Roland has in his... I have many things kit. to contain and also tweezers. Yeah, I suppose. I will hold my nose. Uh, before we leave the hotel, Dorian, uh, do you want to call uh, the morgue and say that you are uh, a reporter from a newspaper in Rome and you want to know if the morgue has received the body of the dead unionist yet? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Just so we have some idea where the body is before we go running in circles. Yeah, yes. good call. I can make that call. And I'll just say exactly that so we don't have to repeat <laughs> Okay. And uh, if you make that call, it takes some wheeling and dealing to get through the conversation. You're told it's a sensitive subject, but the body is being held at the uh, hospital morgue um, and it has not been released by the doctor in charge. Uh, what is the name of the doctor in charge? It's the magic list of Italian names. Uh, 
Amos, uh, Dr. Amos uh, Guarini. Guarini? Okay, Amos Guarini. Guarini. Um, Could be that. <laughs> Uh, how about um, Dr. Edison do a luck roll? Yes, <laughs> uh, no, negative. Okay. You don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dr. G. Then, yep. thank, don't know thank you. Thank you for your thank you for your assistance and I hang up. Uh, so we uh, take a side, uh, 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 we march off to the Duomo again, but we go down an alley first behind the Salamaria. Uh, and I cover my face and see if I can pick out a few treats. Okay. Um, Dr. Roland, do a luck roll. I think I should fail it to get maggots. <laughs> Fifty-seven is just in, just underneath. That's good. Okay, you actually get there just as they are uh, disposing of their garbage. Um, they don't want smelly garbage around, you know, where the butcher shop is. So, uh, but you think that you might be able to. You seem eccentric. <laughs> I'll let you snaggle a few, uh, a few maggots. Science. I have, I have a little Italian, so I can say a few random words. Uh, the meat, the worm, science. Good. So they let you take some. I yeah. assume you put them in a little jar or something that yeah. you got. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> We live in an age where these devices suddenly start talking. No, but no actually, reason. we did quite catch some maggots. It's mistaken. <laughs> I don't think it grasps what's going on here. Yeah. All right. All right. And then you're heading towards the Duomo. Yeah. yeah. And did the uh, the phone call that uh, Doria made the did they say that the body's being held at a at a hospital morgue that's part of the university, or is it just a is it just a hospital morgue? It's it's probably just a hospital morgue where you know the police would have had it taken there. And uh... okay, so there's no hospital uh, indicated on the Milan map in our traveler companion, so I didn't know where it would be. We'll just say it's it's over there. Okay, <laughs> walking distance, tour. All right. Yeah. Ten minutes walk. Ten minute walk. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, but you're going to go to the Duomo since the Duomo is right here. Uh, yes, right. the Duomo is right here. All right, you come up to the Duomo, and uh, I mean, it's the Duomo. It's a huge church. There's hundreds and hundreds of people milling around, of people going on tours, people just sitting around on the cement, uh, on the stairs and steps and things and having their early lunch. Uh, you go inside, it's much cooler inside just because it's so big and shaded. We'll, we'll um, head over to that pillar where we saw the rat initially and see if it's, see if it's back 
sniffing around that pillar. Yeah, drop a little bait around the corner. And Neruda, maybe you should stay and see if you recognize your, your rat friend and the others can go and talk to the Monsignor or what have you. Okay. Uh, you go over to the pillar where you saw it before and um, you drop a few grubs, nothing happens. Uh, who is going to go speak to the priest? Um, I I do. I have some Latin. I like. I'm Italian, but I have some Latin. <laughs> well, you notice the priest that spoke English. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and he comes back. Oh, you've you've returned. Ah. How long are you in Milan? Oh well, we're uh, only here uh, briefly. We uh, we're stopping to see uh, the uh, opera tonight. You know. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we're curious. Uh, we uh, when my friends were here earlier, they mentioned there was a uh, a well dressed man uh, over by the pillar, and he had dropped uh, dropped his uh, wallet, and we were wanting to uh, get get it back return it to him and we didn't know but it didn't have any identification so we didn't well what else can you tell me i mean milan is the fashion capital of the world uh, everyone is well dressed do you remember Old men, uh, there's a thousand of them uh, well he, he he had a jar he, he was carrying a, a jar that uh that. Meanwhile, I'm off by the pillar looking for a rat hole. Yeah, I'll, I'll, but I'll he wasn't call Roland over so we could describe him. Yeah, better. I wasn't, I wasn't there, so I don't have a lot of description of him. So, yeah, uh, after you describe him, and uh, do you tell him what you saw happening? Uh, I don't think it's wise to mention the large rat. Uh, he's we startled him and he ran off and dropped things. He was beautifully dressed. He had gray hair cut like this and a beautifully it was very he was a, he looked like a man of means well i'm a, i'm afraid that i mean your description matches any one of hundreds of people we, the church itself you know fits 3000 on sundays so mm. i don't know everyone uh, um it uh, doesn't sound like anybody you you say he was a bit eccentric um i uh I don't know. <laughs> huh. wow. Any distinguishing marks, any scars or stripes or anything? No, it's, I have no idea who that could be, any one of a thousand people. I uh, understand, I understand. Um, he seemed to be like, he kept talking about a, a, a rodent. Yeah, we didn't see anything about that, but, you know, was, we thought thought that was was odd which is why we why my friends thought he was a little excited. milan milan is a city like any other city there's always a bit of a rodent population problem uh, but it... father does anybody come to you with rumors of a particularly large rodent in the area large rodent I mean, there's old wives' tales about like witches and their familiars, but it's usually a cat. He has no idea, no way yeah. of identifying who you were talking about. 
could be anyone. Hmm. Uh, thank you. Okay, so where to next? And I assume I have not found any uh, place for a rat to emerge from that area. No. It's all smooth, no, marble meets neatly. Yeah. Right. It's all, yeah, stone and, and rock. But again, a, a rat can fit through a hole the, the width of its skull. So, I mean, if it's this big of a rat, then its skull's probably maybe yeah. three inches across so then again there's you could search the walls of this building for a year and probably not you know find anything particular yeah it's a huge cathedral yeah well i think i think now it's time to head to the alpha romero plant i can't think of what else oh, no, okay I we're going to the hospital first yeah i think we can people for both yeah do a three three uh, we can split yeah, I will. I will. We go can through. we can manipulate the universe and make it so that it's on the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you guys want to go together, there we go. You're touring around Milan. Yeah, mm -hmm. there we go. It'll be easier to have a TPK that way. Exactly. <laughs> what's a, what's a TPK deal? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a kind of a coffee dessert? drink. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's yeah. a drink special. All right, so you head on over towards the Alfa Romero plant. And as you're getting there, you hear a uh, sort of horn go off. And uh, workers start to filter out of the plant. It's a large plant. They're obviously making cars there. Um, people start filtering out uh, to go get lunch. Um, they're almost all men. Do I see my friend? Good luck, man. Ninety-nine is a no. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many people. You're not sure you memorized his face anyway, so you see a friend that he punches you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know um, dead in the road. All right, so as you're getting there, you're seeing people coming out of the plant. They seem like they've been working hard. They're uh, ready for some some delicious lunch food. What would you like to do? Some of them probably look uh, more likely to be trying to form a union than others. Yeah, there's groups of them clumped together as there. Yeah, some of the, yeah, I, I'm looking for a, a, a group of men who look maybe like they have a little schooling, but not much money, maybe having a, an impassioned conversation. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and uh, Theodore and, and, uh, and uh, Dabrowski can uh, confirm that that's what they're talking about. Oh, see, I'll go with you so I can... Uh... So we have heard a rumor. Well, I'll go over it with you before you ask them directly. We've heard a rumor that there's something uh, wrong with the body of the activist who died at the protest. Has, have you heard anything about this? Are there rumors? Right. So you're, you're approaching them. They, uh, at first, they look at you rather strangely because you're obviously not workers. 
Are they carrying they, like lunches with them or are they going toward a cafe? Um, these in particular have lunches with them. They're finding a nice cool place in the shade of, of a building to, uh, to eat their lunches. Um, yeah. So at first they're a little skeptical of you because they want to kind of know which side of that political idea you're on. They realize you're foreigners, so they want to tell you about the problems, um, which is just basically they want to unionize because they feel like they're being misused. So it comes to, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Ennio, uh, Ennio Spinola. Uh, he was murdered uh, in an alleyway back, uh, and he points to, towards the back of the plant. Uh, he said uh, they... Uh, the evidence is that they stabbed him in the back a number of times. Uh, but uh, but they're so cruel. They're so cruel. They won't release the body so his family can bury it. Uh, there's no reason. They, it's, it's, you know, unconscionable that they would uh, keep the body uh, and not release it to his family. Okay, if he was murdered or if he just accidentally fell on the knife still. You've got to give him back to his family. They act like there's something something wrong. We think it's that they're just being mean, but they shouldn't. I mean, the, the hospital is not a political organization. It has nothing to do with the union. There's no reason why they wouldn't. It's. Uh, I mean, it's, even, uh, even the... Uh, uh, even the people in the plant that are against the union know better. That would just fire us up and get us angry. It is getting us angry that they haven't released the body. Yeah. If he is stabbed in the back, and that is already what is understood, it seems they have nothing else to hide. So what could be worse than sneaking up on a man and stabbing one him? Guy, one guy sort of chimes in. They all sort of chime in as they're going along. One guy says... I heard that they're making up some crazy trumped up thing about uh, about him being a very sickly man and not not being able to uh, carry on work and that he died natural causes. It's nonsense. Mm. It didn't naturally fall on a knife. Yeah, if it was natural, they would be parading it in the streets saying, look, it's just his head, the consumption. These are silly rumors. Ennio, he was 28 years old. He says he was a good, strong, healthy man, a good worker. There's, there's no reason, you know, to make up these stupid lies about him. Um, somebody killed him. Somebody killed him because they, they thought he was making too much trouble. Can you, can you show us the spot? Is there still evidence hmm. of blood? Yeah. Um, why would they bother to clean up? you know, uh, the blood of a worker. And the guy says, I'll show you where it is. And he uh, takes you, he leaves his lunch there and says for one of his friends, don't touch my lunch. Um, and he walks you rather briskly towards the back of the factory. And there are uh, a number of warehouses that are lined up back there. And uh, not a lot of activity going along around the, around the warehouses. And he shows you the place on the uh, on the cement where there are definitely 
you know, sort of brownish now, brownish blood stains. And uh, it looks like it 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 looks like well, uh, Doctor Edison, you can do a medical. Yes, extreme success with an odd six. Well, you can tell from the blood the blood pool there that it does look like he was stabbed. You know, it, it's the kind of blood, but there's not a lot of quantity there, which you would think if he died, he would have bled out. There would be an awful lot of blood. And, and the Italian... And the, the blood is in a centralized pool. It There's no, like, arterial spray or anything like that? No, there's no spray or splatter or anything like that. However, to a spot hidden. Uh, success standard okay without alarming the man you notice that a short distance away there are more puddles of blood here and there on the cement leading off into the distance as if the body was brought here and left so here's where they they uh, they murdered him. Uh, yes. There should be. If you, are there are there candles or anything set out? No. Uh -huh. Now, if you uh, if you want if you want anything else, you got another uh, twenty minutes on our lunch. I'm going to go finish my lunch. Oh, we're right a, over there. Yeah. There's there's a man that we've seen around with some pretty odd behavior, and we're wondering if he's um, connected with Alpha Romeo. Uh, what do the big shots here look like? We saw a man in a suit with uh, his hair was full, but very silver. He had uh, rather nice mustaches, wearing an expensive suit. And he was skulking around the Duomo like he was up to no good. Mm. Doesn't sound like the owner. The owner's a big, fat, black-haired man. Oh. Um, mm. um, yeah, that doesn't really match. You see an old man, kind of frail. Older, yeah, yeah. thin, yeah. Thin. Yeah, no. I mean, they're all well-dressed, but uh doesn't sound like anybody who uh, runs this place. Very good. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your lunch. Uh, and please, uh, if you have time, all uh, coffees on, on us. Oh, thank all you. Thumb-offs and lira. Oh. Is it, um, is it easy to sort of track where the, the blood... For you, so to speak, as soon come. as we yeah. yeah, yeah, as soon as as soon as he walks away, I go, come, come look at this. And then I'll describe how there's, you know, obviously, yes, there's a blood puddle here, but you know, for the non-medically uh educated, that there's not enough here to really warrant a bleed out and a death from this. But there's a trail over here, I noticed, and and I want to see if we can start following that blood trail. Now, is, okay. there a, is the blood trail, are they, uh, the blood drops elongated like they were carrying him quickly while he was dripped? Yeah, they're a little splashy, like they were, they were moving him from one place to another. And they obviously weren't doing it in a vehicle. They were carrying him. Absolutely. So you follow the blood, and it, in fact, increases a little bit, the blood splashes. You're not entirely surprised that the police didn't bother 
to to do any kind of investigation because it's just a worker. Um, but it goes down the down the uh, the space in between these warehouses, and it goes over to a particular warehouse. And you're pretty much convinced because it's half in and half out that it goes into one of the doors that are on this warehouse. Uh, the door is locked. And does it yeah. look like there's activity at this warehouse? Lights on, sounds. There no. are there. It's there any a little out of the way. Any or, signs? Does does the warehouse say like this is? The yeah, any signage. There's there's no particular signage. In, in fact, you you might guess that this is just an empty warehouse, or supposedly an empty warehouse. Is there? So, let's start looking around. See if there's a, another way in. Does anybody know how to pick locks? Dorian, did Magician? you bring the lockpick? Uh, yes, I can. I can give it a go. I uh, I have my foot. That's how I open locks. <laughs> I I can. I have some expertise. That's all right. Why don't you try, Josh? I will spend four luck to pass. Okay, it's it's a heavy sort of metallic door, so it's it would be hard for you to kick in. Uh, but after fiddling with the lock a little bit, you hear a click, and the door handle opens. Voila! And. Inside, because of your backgrounds, you guys are confronted with something that seems immediately very creepy. Um, it's an empty warehouse, but in the middle of the floor, uh, or, the, or the middle of the warehouse, there are two tables set up. They're flat, they're wooden, and they're side by side like this. And there, the the blood puddles lead towards those tables, and um, when you get up near the tables, it's obvious that there are blood splatters all over both tables, and um, you can do a spot hidden roll. Uh, Dorian, do a luck roll. This this looks like an operating theater of some sort. Oh, three. Three. Uh, I do not spot the hidden. 16 out of 44 on my luck roll. Okay. Um, you stumble, but you don't fall. Um, you're not sure what you stumbled over, though. Sorry, you Emma. don't see anything there. What is going on with me? Are you... And your arm aches. Um, Dr. Neruda, as you're looking at the table, it becomes very obvious that two bodies were laid on the table. There are a number of blood patches that you can't quite explain. They seem rather random around the table. Uh, but there's no blood where the bodies were laying. So the blood would have been coming from the top of the bodies. And because you rolled so well, 
you start to notice what you think at first are a few little rat prints, rather large rat prints on the top of the table and around the base of the table where it's stepped in blood, except that they look a little bit too human, very small. Hmm. Uh, gentlemen, I. Wow. Is this... this is this is disturbing. Think. Yeah, looking the, the at the man, tables. The man, the man who went with uh, Catalina went with the, the car was manufactured here. And you know, I have a have a connection. Something. Something terrible. There's two bodies here, and nobody has seen. Catalina, do you think? Oh, I hope not. She was. This doesn't look like. I mean, it it seems like it's a a a surgery, you know, a surgical area. But this is this is butchery, not surgery. This is this is a a mess. Look at these. Look at these. Look at these prints. There's. There's these rat prints, but there's these tiny little ones with them that look like little little hands. Dr. York, do, do the two bodies, blood stains, do they look like uh, they were both fresh at the same time, or does one set look uh, a bit older, more dried? They look the same. <laughs> yeah. While they're looking at that, I'm going to start kind of like just scanning around the warehouse, make sure, you know, like, is there anything else out here? Is there like a, lots of warehouses that have an office inside of it? Is, is there any that? You want to do a spot hidden? Uh, and, uh, God, I have not rolled below 70. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't see, I mean, maybe there's a, the rudiments of a building over on one side, you know what? makeshift sort of thing but the building looks like it's been empty forever okay which the fancy people who work upstairs would know about the utilization of the various warehouses uh all of the all of the rodent prints that look uncomfortably like tiny human hands do they all seem mm -hmm. more or less the same or is there more than one size yes tiny? they all seem pretty much the same yeah. The more you look at them, the less they look like rat prints and much more like little human hand prints. I'm going to uh, dampen some blotter paper and take some copies of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, they copy really well. It's yeah. not unsettling at all. Yeah, yeah horrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe, my wear, maybe my wear theory is not so about that. And so if they deposited, they chose one victim because he was an organizer and that everyone would think it was a political assassination and wouldn't bother to inquire, who is the other victim? Who is the other one? And where is the body? What did they do to... Look, that's you... This is the singing. It's that, that singing. She was nowhere to be found in those buildings. This, this rat creature with human hands was there. I swear that was what was singing with her voice. Uh, well, could it could it be? 
look whatever this thing is it's obviously supernatural it's no rat has hands like this it matches the the legends based on what we've encountered so far on this little european excursion of ours well you'll need to see the other body i guess where is is there a second blood trail there's the one one body was deposited There is not. There is only one blood trail. And it's dusty in here. Do we have footprints? Yeah. Looks like there's quite a few. Well, you can't tell if it's quite a few. It's uh, There's quite a few footprints around the tables, but they look like, you know, dress shoes. Could I use do track? any of them? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, do any of them look like a woman, like women's dress shoes? No. She might have been carried here unconscious. There is nothing like rope fiber or car uh, car mm -hmm. tracks. No car tracks. Could I use it, tracking to try to see maybe where this went to? I would say that it's pretty obvious that they mostly went between the door and the tables and back again. Oh, so that's pretty much it. You might you might see a few footprints a couple feet away from the table, but if there were multiple people here, they stood around the table. Okay. Are there, are there tracks in... outside the warehouse of the car? No, it's outside. It's cobblestone, so it's oh, right. You don't see any tracks. Depressed, you do not look well. Do you feel uh, all right? Uh, as you say, that I stumble into the table a little bit. Oh, careful! Don't don't. Don't disturb the tables. Maybe you should go back to the hotel and lay down. You don't my look well. Is, my arm is pretty uh, achy, and I need a bit full strength to help Gunter later. So, yes, yes. I better. I think I should go lie down. I feel a bit. It begins to wobble a little. Bit. Maybe trips over a phantom rock or whatever again. Be a, maybe a muscle relaxer. I don't know. Ah. Yeah. If you're sure you could make it back to your room, I think I will be fine. If not, I'm sure someone I can cost a young lad to help me back or whatever. Okay. It's not that hard for you to go back. No. So. Mm -hmm. And it's not very far. Looking at the tables that are here and the the blood that's evident, maybe even looking at the the footprints that are on the ground, you know, the human footprints that are on the ground. Is there anything about this configuration of tables and stuff like that that might remind me of possibly like a any kind of like a, a uh, a transfusion or or some kind of organ uh, uh, replacement surgery, something like that. I, I don't know. I'm 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 wondering. This might be completely out of left field, but I'm wondering if that young uh, unionist was accosted in order to have organs stolen, and this was this was as I was, you know, kind of mocking at first, but now I'm actually wondering if this was some kind of you know underground uh theater you know operation theater and and organs were taken from him and and actually placed into someone else maybe that's why we don't see another blood trails because they were they're actually 
more careful and cautious with the recipient and just haphazard with the one that they were stealing organs from. Okay. I'm wondering well, if we were to go to the uh, go to the morgue if if an examination would show that he's missing organs. I would say that from your experience, um, if it was let's say like some sort of blood transfusion, there wouldn't be anywhere near as much blood. Right, I'm thinking it not would, a transfusion, but maybe some kind of organ. Uh, as organ far as transference, organ transplant, it's like such a thing isn't medically possible. Uh, not in 1923. Okay. Um, and you do know about blood types, so even then you'd have to find. You know, I mean, you don't even know about rejection or anything like that. It's like it's almost preposterous. But the whole thing does have that sort of creepy, culty, ritual sort of feel to it. Well, as if something that, was going on here. And you're saying that the blood seems to be, well, that witch's familiar thing was here. So whatever it was definitely feels. What was uh, Dr. Naruto? Ritualistic, in? but the yeah. blood you were saying it looks like it came from the tops of the victims, yeah. right? Right, because there's almost the shape of the person. Not completely, but you can tell that there's a shape. I'm going to start kind of like, uh, I'm remembering uh, the story Dr. Naruto was talking about. Wasn't there like a, uh, wasn't there a, like a hidden room in that room, Dr. Naruto's? There's, there's rumors, again, the, the, the old haunted tales of Arkham mentioned the ghost of Kaziah Mason and her familiar, the rat creature, um, Brown Jenkins still being about. I don't know of anything about well, a hidden room. I'm just kind of a walk around the warehouse and, you know, I'm assuming the outer walls are like a a metal of some kind. Or... Yeah, like, you know, corrugated steel. Yeah, just kind of like walk along and see if like one of them suddenly is made of a different material. The inside of the place is basically a huge rectangle. Okay, yeah. yeah doesn't seem unusual at all. Do any of the little handprints uh, approach the door that we entered? Um, you don't find any that do. Uh, certainly not. There's only blood, uh, bloody little bloody prints where around the table. You know. But there are several passes a... around there, yes? Yeah. Not just one. It steps in it one says it screws away. Correct. I think I get the impression it was assisting in some yeah. capacity. Yeah, instructing even. If it was not birthed here, I don't know how they come into being or where they come from. So let's do a, a final pass and look for implements, other things that look like they've been moved or dragged. It's a largely empty space. Um, I have a feeling that there are two bodies. One of them was taken away in a car. Yeah. As, there wasn't a room for them both. I, I, when I see uh, Gunther 
back up and start looking around like the one side of the area. Uh, since there are all doctors around the table with their learned study opinions about what's going on there. And uh, I, I'll join Gunther on the other side of the area searching for like a false wall or something that seems out of place, not quite right, if, if that could be helpful. Okay. It, it's just a rectangle. So you, you even calculating that where could you hide a, a secret room? There doesn't seem to be any place okay. to hide it. Okay. No, no. Okay. No floors. You can, you can actually see, you know, where the edge of the corrugated steel hits the cement floor, you can see light coming in from the outside. Oh, okay. I think, so. I think they park the, is the, are those cobblestone roads outside these alleyways? Are they big enough to fit a car? Yes. They could probably fit a truck if you were hauling stuff in and out of warehouses. Yeah. So they definitely, they definitely could, if they're going back and forth between this and the door, they easily could have had a vehicle parked right there. And that, that rat thing could have, like a parrot. You know, sat on the shoulder as they left, hence why I left no footprints back. So we leave quietly, uh, and uh, I guess if we can determine the right way to approach the morgue at the city hospital, I wonder if there's another unusual corpse. Mm. They might yeah, have maybe deposited there's more than a one. secondary victim somewhere else, unless, as you say, there was some kind of more, more of a transference from NEO to this willing victim participant. But if we have two, then we have something. And if we have missing organs, then we have something. Uh, hmm. But if, uh, if young NEO Spinola has an empty skull where his brain ought to be, or what if I think that's how we can approach the morgue saying like we know that he has suspicious surgical like wounds I had however another upsetting thought which might also get oh, yeah. us in the door Same. this legend you talk about with the witch didn't the rat eat its way out of the victim this would be perhaps consistent with the bloodstains on the table. Perhaps the they... Rest, if it burrowed into them? Uh, in the same way that in the, in the diaries we read, the blood red fez attached itself to people. Perhaps there's some way that they put the rat inside a victim and then it burrows its way out. Hmm. Dr. Edison, you can do a medical role. Uh, that is definitely outside of my area of expertise, that, that okay. knowledge of that. Well, then the one thing that you would kind of tell us, there's still not enough blood. If yeah. something did that, there would be blood everywhere. I just, I need to see the unionist's body, just to be well, sure. So we go to the hospital, and uh, on the way we'd figure out how we tell the people at the morgue that they have to show us Spinola's corpse. We just claim to be international press or 
what is what is the what's our angle yeah. i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a way where we can press them without like if we if we i guess if we if we reveal that we have knowledge about weird things about the body i just don't want us to be accused of being the killers you know be scapegoats yeah so first we pick this. out the door and make sure that uh doreen is not lying on the ground 15 feet away that's good we don't see him <laughs> and then i do a check to see that no one watches us leave the building and if the coast is clear then we slip out yeah press i don't know from some other authority. Dr. Edison, do an idea roll. Think, Edison, think. I, the migraine is inhibiting my yeah. ability to think right now. Well, we need you to push it. I think I will think harder. <laughs> I will Not think harder. Idiot. I will risk the aneurysm. We have some extra harder, espresso. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, it is flooding to me in, in an extreme fashion, almost <laughs> as if I had rolled a zero three. Yes, it's. Um, you might be able to just inquire of Dr. Amos Guariani uh, what the cause of death was or what what's in you. You were a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to get there and just, you know, with the help of a translator, hopefully maybe they speak English and uh, just, you know, ask about cause of death. And, you know, maybe there's something I can as an as a uh, uh, British, you know, with with uh, extensive uh, uh, time in America, maybe I have a, a more worldly perspective that I could help lend a hand with. Who knows? Or maybe you're a friend of a uh, friend of somebody who's knows the Spinolas. Yes, uh, the Spinola family has asked me to come. All right. So you head on over towards the hospital. And um, it's a hospital. They're, they're pretty much, uh, uh, it's, it's a fairly large hospital. Uh, you, you do kind of blend in if you want to. So you're not like stopped. Uh, everybody else, though, might have a little bit of trouble getting in. Uh, I mean, I don't want to draw any attention to uh, Dr. York if I, I see that like people dressed like me aren't really going in there except for medical care. Uh, more than happily stand outside and look at the architecture and do a do a luck roll, Doctor Edison. <laughs> you know my luck is eleven, right? Oh, is it? It yeah. is fifty six. No, way off. Okay. Um. All right, then let's say that uh, you're you're trying to get in. Um, Theodore is Theodore is translating for you. And uh, finally, uh, another doctor, he comes over to you and he's like, um, I speak English. Uh, uh, what, what do you hear for? Uh, doctor, yes. I, I know it's, a, uh, un, you know, no, no notice, but uh, the family of, uh, of the young unionist, uh, Spinoli, uh, they've, they've 
they're friends of mine and they've asked me to uh, come and and see you know to get a, a more direct opinion a, a trusted opinion uh on their on their son's death and uh try to understand why he he can't be released and and uh, allowed to be buried um let me uh let me take you um it's uh, too many people though uh just just you oh, or your your translator uh this uh, man uh, please uh uh yes uh thursby please join us Grazie. You're, Grazie. You're, you're a friend of the family there you know uh you you're from uh england yes yes you have um you have a very nice accent um you know all the trouble we're having here in italy right now mm -hmm. a lot of political uprest a lot of a lot of uh arguing between the unions and the uh the uh the people who are running the companies it's a tragedy it's not the only you know only uh violence that's been going on unfortunately it's the in the one time that it's led to uh actual murder um he takes you down then and introduces you to Dr. Uh, Grayani, uh, who says that the uh, the uh, the body is being held because of uh, possible contam uh, um, contagion. Ah, hmm. Hmm. He says yes. We're going to have to we're going to have to dispose of it probably by cremation. Um, uh, although he was stabbed, um, he also has advanced tuberculosis. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, I actually have some experience in uh, in uh, uh, treating tuberculosis patients and trying to you know make them comfortable. Uh, uh, can I? Well, there would have I been there would have been no there would there would have been no treating for this man. He. He was extremely had extremely advanced tuberculosis. He's highly contagious, and um, it's it's extremely unusual. I mean, he looks like he's a fairly young man in his uh, twenty eight. Um, all of his other organs seem completely normal, uh, hmm. but uh, uh, no, we've had him we've had him quarantined, and he's going to be disposed of. I'm, uh, my condolences to the family, but there's not really anything we can do in this case. Are, are there have there been any other recent patients with these uh, extreme uh, tuberculosis? No, well, everybody, lots of people smoke, so there's we do get cases of tuberculosis. Yes, um, yes, but uh, you said it's almost always extreme, almost always fatal. Mm -hmm. Yes, they call well, it consumption. Yeah, consumes. Yes. Yes, the consumption will take you easily. Uh, can I can I uh, take a look at and just a, a quick exam of the body? Would that be all right? I'm afraid I can't. I can't allow that at this point. Ah, ah. Uh, but uh, does he seem truthful? Does he seem nervous or like uh, like he? He seems very. You know, he seems very matter of fact and clinical. Oh, okay. He does. He does mention that the person was stabbed. Uh, it looks like he was stabbed a number of times in the back. Uh, in fact, that's that's how he discovered the tuberculosis because the, the stabbings punctured his lungs. And when he did the autopsy, he realized immediately that the man was extremely ill. Hmm. 
-hmm. he would have given him no more than a couple of weeks to live in that case. Ah, how peculiar. Which doesn't make sense since he was a worker at the, the factory. I don't know how he could have possibly been working at the factory. Anyways, yes. that's the case. Um, please, you know, please offer my condolences to his family and explain to them why we can't release the body at this point. We don't want any more agitation. Um, at the same time, we can't publicly publish that because it's nobody's business. I but the family. I completely understand that. Was there was there a ring? I believe uh, the. His mother mentioned a ring on the finger. She wanted me to uh, to collect, if at the very least. No, I haven't noticed any uh, any jewelry. Uh, I, it won't take him but a minute. Let me let me just put a mask on and I'll and I'll go and uh, check and see if he's got that ring. I, I'm sorry, Doctor. The, no. The the you can try to do a persuade on him, but yeah, I want to try and persuade him. He's got medical procedures he has to follow. Mm. Mm, mm. it's more than i can spend <laughs> okay yeah. but wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't it be important to notify uh put this information out tuberculosis is contagious so if if he's amongst all of those people well it's it's dangerous to to uh, spread you know we have to be very careful with the way people take things um apparently nobody knew that he had such advanced tuberculosis but, it, but it, maybe, it honestly is quite a mystery maybe the rest of the workers should be checked for this then oh uh, that's probably not a bad idea but they should be getting a, a regular check for tuberculosis no, i'm sorry i've i've got things to do today well Sorry to have taken bodies, up your time. bodies cut up, you know. Bodies. Um, uh, okay, so we don't know exactly where the body's at, right? We don't yeah, know it's, it's somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere okay. in there. In any number of refrigerated compartments. I don't know if they had that back then, but yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, well, uh, doctor, thank you for your time, uh, and thank the other doctor as well, and uh, we will take our leave. And you, uh, you rejoin the others in the lobby as you're walking out. You share the info with them. Absolutely. The hmm. those ladies, part of the costumer's curse was dying of consumption. Yes. And now, this young man suddenly has advanced tuberculosis. Yeah. No, I think whatever whatever transpired in that warehouse involved the artifact. I think. The perhaps we have found the opera house. Perhaps we have found the torso on this occasion. Mm, Much as the family had the mark on the arms. Yeah. Did, right. Yeah. There Did, is uh, another. Almost as if it's taking the breath out of people. Oh, the door was broken. Like it's like the. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to wait until six, although I'm sure the building would be full of people. But there's a, a ladder, a stairwell going inside to the top. 
Yeah, but I th- I think uh like if you went went during the day the uh the costume the door led to the costume room which seemed to be yeah quite frantic with very with busy yeah yeah later so uh and wasn't there a worker another worker who's currently sick a coffer in the opera oh yes Singer. yes yes one of the uh the singers the uh she uh yeah we met her she was was feeling ill also yeah i think we should find that young woman or her family before you go to to put on your costume and uh bestow the talent upon the people of oh yeah you've still got hours so (laughs) big yeah and she was the uh, plenty of hours left to live yeah. What did you want to do next? It's probably about lunchtime or like. Yeah, it's oh lunchtime. my God. Oh my God. Yes, Naru. The party, the newspaper that mentioned the party yeah. to mm-hmm. celebrate the opera. A one, Mr. Conti has been unwell in recent months with some erroneous reports that he was afflicted with consumption. Hmm. Also present. He's a big opera, opera patron. We Possibly. should go and check on him. And that was an event. Yeah. Yes, that was an event where Katarina failed to appear. Yeah, right. that was mm-hmm. the first time that she was noticed missing. And he hasn't been seen in a long time. This was, it was like his return. So all of a sudden he's able to show up to this event and she has disappeared. Yeah. Do we have you want to, to see that article again? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got it right here. If you want me to read it to you. Flavio Conti was uh, a a welcome face at last night's party for patrons and supporters of La Scala. Mr. Conti was has been unwell in recent months with some erroneous reports that he was afflicted with consumption. It was clearly a much less serious complaint. Mr. Conti has made a complete recovery and was the life of the party. Also present was fellow patrons, Mr. Nunzio Tocci. Sorry, Italian. Mr. and Mrs. Matteo Sorrente, Miss Angela Susco, Mr. Arturo, and Mrs. Serena Spagnola. The company was entertained by selections from this week's opera, Aida, as performed by members of the cast. Rosario Sorbello accompanied on the piano. It was the most glittering occasion. Mm. Now, and the names I got from the worker is Flavio. Conti associated with the plant ownership at all? Um, I don't think any of those particular people are, are associated with the plant. So, yeah. but if they are, considered... go on. Sorry. I don't. If no. this, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. If this man is such a high profile supporter of the Opera House, 
he is somebody, I believe, who would know Katharina very well. A wealthy man who would own an Alfa Romeo. Who miraculously recovers from this condition of consumption right after she disappears in this horrific ritual murder occurred in this warehouse. I think he's the owner, so, of, the owner of the piece, if anything. Maybe it's the paranoia of, of racing across Europe to try and put this Sedefgar simulacrum together and, you know, and, 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 you know, destroy it once and for all. Maybe it's the paranoia setting in, but, but things, impossible things seem to be uh, coming about. And, and I can't help but wonder, maybe this, this person, this, you know, rich, wealthy uh, patron of the arts, um, has discovered an arcane way to cure himself of consumption and it and it requires the the sacrifice of someone young and is basically switching out their lungs right so maybe he now has the healthy lungs of the uh of the unionist and now the unionist has these you know age-old uh, you know, you know, severely advanced in in years and with consumption lungs that clearly couldn't he couldn't have had at, at, as a man of his age. Maybe this this uh, gentleman, uh, uh, what was it? Sorio was the last name. Uh, Conti. Conti. Maybe Conti is is uh, is in league with the the devil himself, and 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 is maybe. Uh, maybe he's even in possession of of the next piece of the simulacrum and is using it um, and has learned from it to do something like this. Or I mean, or the or it's just my paranoia. The piece is what gave him tuberculosis in the first place. It could be. It could be. Yeah. There is also yeah. We have we have several uh, threads that do not yet weave together. I assume that a great patron of La Scala would not want to take Catalina off the stage. And so that is, but perhaps it is she who got into the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Certainly the young man was being disposed of uh, and this disease is not naturally his. So uh, Signor Conti should not be difficult to locate. We would know where uh, Senor Conti's estate is, right? You should have a telephone and be in the. Yeah, he's just, he's a public figure, so. If if you check in the the white pages, <laughs> um, yes, definitely, yeah, he's he's yeah. in there, and you and can I'm, see that he lives in a rather wealthy part of. And I'm sure he'll be at the opera house tonight. In his own villa. Only we could get into his villa while he was away we could well, might maybe find something out to corroborate your suspicion ordinarily i wouldn't think of something so drastic but but these have been very unusual times and the precedence is being this this maddening race across europe is now making me question my own sanity but you know as from the things that we've seen and experienced I, I now wonder if something as absolutely 
demonic like this could be happening oh i i'd say the odds are pretty well i mean i would have never believed before this that someone could choke me from across uh across the table without physically touching me so someone passing consumption between each other yeah i can also give you my blotter pad with the little handprints on it if you want to look at them again with a magnifying glass and feel the revulsion it's not it's, it's all very unnatural and we have seen what this electron simulacrum pieces can do it's a question of how we order our inquiry um I wonder because he seems like he's a prominent citizen. I wonder if we could go into uh, his picture would be in a paper at some time, so we would know what he looked like. Yeah, maybe he's a silver-haired, thin gentleman. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe the ritual requires the assistance of this rat familiar that Naruta is thinking of, and this is why he is in the Duomo seeking out this, bringing a little tribute to the rat thing it's very confusing uh so we uh, look for a newspaper archive do a do a luck roll oh uh let's see i am still lucky i have a 20 for a 60. okay there was a picture accompanying the article mm -hmm. and of course there's a large crowd of people um but apparently they're since they're talking about flavio conti he's kind of dead center he doesn't look like the old man but he looks very thin and frail um as if he has recently been very ill uh but in the picture he's you know quite lively and the entourage he has also, there's not this man we saw at the Duomo. Yeah, you think that maybe that man over towards the side might in fact be. Uh, but there's no way of knowing who he yeah, is. Yeah, a list of names. Dr. York, I mean, it's, you know, this photograph is not got the clearest a, thing. Instead of an Italian, that Roman sort of hooked nose that makes him look a little more distinctive so we have a list of names we don't know which one our duomo dweller is but her our senior conti will know and maybe this is not even a rude question to ask him so we don't set off the alarms right away or we go to senior conti's house and ring the bell and a rat opens the door in a little <laughs> apron Hello? Now, yeah, I, now uh, I'm assuming that, yeah, <laughs> got some cheese. Okay, so I'm assuming that uh, Conti doesn't look like this uh, wizard dude that we ran into. That no, I mean he's on. he's also old. He doesn't look particularly old. He's got dark hair, but you'd say maybe late fifties, yeah. except that he looks like he's aged, like he's been ill. Yeah, being sick. No. And the illness is, looks like tuberculosis, but is in contact with the simulacrum. I am convinced irrationally by this. So what did you want to do then? 
it's much faster to go to the house of Kanti, whom we can recognize, and ask him who the fellow we saw at the Duomo was and see what he's like. Yeah. Yeah. Listen for the sound of Katarina singing in the distance in his villa. Or see the you, yeah, cheese. This way you'll have to take a taxi. Yeah, but out of the city it's to not that where far. the rich people live. Mm -hmm. All right, so you hop in a taxi and you, you've got the address. Um, Do you want the taxi to take you right up to the house? Or do you want him to let you out a little down the street? Yeah, two villas away, I think. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Also, um, I would like you to tell me what you're carrying with you <laughs> what's our marching order oh i i usually uh i have like a little small like a cane i kind of uh walk with and you know no no guns or anything but i have my de deck of cards and my my trick handcuffs that i have okay. I have a pipe and tobacco on me Theodore. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be going around with uh, even my revolver. I doubt it. Uh, Concealed I weapons in Italy are bad. Yeah, really bad. So I'll, I'll just, I'll have a hunting knife. So if I have to ditch it, I'll ditch it. But I'll just, you know, that's. So if okay. something bad goes down, I can definitely defend myself, but not, uh, not any too crazy. My okay. black black medical bag. Okay. I have, you know, small medical, uh, chemical and, and apparatus in right. pockets. Science, Just... science bag. Yeah. Yeah. Science stuff. Okay. So the area is very nice. The the uh, the villas are separate villas with gardens all around them and uh, wrought iron walls. Um. As you come up to what should be what what would be Conti's house, uh, Flavio Conti's house, there is a black Alfa Romero parked in the drive next to the house. Um, it's a it's a pretty villa, you know what you'd expect from something in Italy. Um, what do you do? As the Alfa Romero. Uh when you said it's in the drive, it's like on the property on the other side of the fence or? Well, no, it's so that he could get out of the car and go inside the house. It's, okay. it's his but car. Not on the street or anything. No, it's not on the street. It's on okay. a drive next to the house. Well, we came. Also do a spot hidden as you're walking towards it. <laughs> Nine is a hard success. Okay. Um, those of you, uh, well, those of you who succeeded, you notice something different than most of the houses that you've uh, you've had in your experience. In that, all of the curtains are drawn open, and all of the windows are up, and there's a slight breeze. He obviously likes fresh air. Hmm. Hmm. Would, that, would that be a typical uh, 
like someone recovering from consumption would have like fresh air coming in i generally don't know not necessarily i'm not sure that, that would make any difference but okay. somebody who no longer has consumption might okay. enjoy the fresh air all right, so you go up to the door. Who's who's knocking or ringing the bell? Well, as we were going past the uh, car, I was wanting to kind of just glance in and see if like there's like if there was a struggle in there. Sometimes like the fabric or the leather could have gotten like. No, you don't down. see anything like that. Nothing. Okay. Uh, I'll knock. All right, you knock at the door. Um, you can hear. What sound like leather shoes coming across what sound like a marble floor coming towards the door and you hear a voice say yes who's who's here i in italian yeah oh, through, so through uh, i have theodore kind of translate si. for me obviously uh Herr Gunter Block, I uh, am a uh, friend of catalina's and we have been uh, looking around and We'd understood so that you're a patron oh. of the opera. Uh, I, I, I don't know anything about that, he says. No, oh, I understand, understand that. We were just hoping. No, to... no, just, 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 just leave me alone. He says. Are you are you okay? Is is something something wrong? He he opens the door and he sees the six of you and he's like. Go, go. I, 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 who are you people? It is the gentleman from the picture. No, it's, I mean, it's the man in the picture. Okay. So it is. Blocking. He, he looks, I mean, he's withered. He looks old, but he seems to have a redness in his cheeks and he's, uh, kind of wiry acting, but he doesn't look like he should be in good health. No, who, who are you? I, I don't know anything about that. Nobody's... Senor, we are not. Uh, we are. We met uh, Catalina Caballero on the train and befriended her, but uh, we are actually curious about uh, another man that was in the photograph of you in the paper. Congratulations on your recovery. We're looking forward to the opera tonight. Gunter is uh, no, going to be performing. No, no. I, I'm not going to stand here and talk to you. I don't know who you are. You're probably with the press or some strange thing like that. I, I don't know anything about Catalina Caballero and. And you can go. And he slams the door. He seems extremely nervous. Yeah, that you would <laughs> say that. No, say it's like nobody accused that. him of anything, and he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the place we need to we need to be in there somehow. Yeah. So you can hear walking. him. You can hear his footsteps walking away and back and forth and back and forth a few times. Um. You catch a glimpse of him through the open windows. You can see he's extremely upset and walking back and forth. Yeah, I think he will have the black shirts here shortly, and we should make our way out. Um, very brief. Uh, do we see anybody else in the house in the windows? Uh, you, don't. you don't. And he seems to be completely alone. Was there any other cars, like maybe staff cars, anything like that? No. Nope. Okay. No. So I just wanted to size it up to see if it's just him, or does he is he wealthy enough to have a big old staff there? He he's not calling out for anyone or anything like that. He's not heading towards the phone. That's a um, good sign. 
not trying to suggest anything for later. <laughs> the other villas are 100 feet away on either side, and they've got trees and bushes and plants. And Good distance. How big alone, is do the... we just Do we just go in there now? I mean, if he it's, has it's, anything it's, to do it's, with the disappearance of story. and the murder of a person, he might not be too keen to call the police. Yeah, true. But it's a big risk. Yeah. But yeah, if it was the if it was just the police, I'd say he'd be nervous. But with the black shirts, no. But do you see? They, this wasn't he. This the person wasn't murdered by the black shirts. We know that. We know that. Yeah, but, 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 some but, ritualistic. I agree with you. What I was trying to get at was that uh, the police may he may be fearful of, but the black shirts he could play the card that foreigners, you know, bad foreigners are breaking into my home, and they would tend to not take kindly to that. They would be more than happy to get the the big bad guy foreigner out of the home. Yeah, well, if that's the primary concern, Hathos, we could, the telephone line is not, uh, this is the only way to contact anyone. Brilliant idea. We could just simply. It's an extreme response, however, to a, an anxious old man, even though our suspicions seem well-founded. I think we need to be in there and, and search the place, but if we're wrong by any chance, good Lord. What move do you want to make? I think I, uh, I I think think that our plan of coming back because we at night when he might might be at the opera might be a better better option than breaking in. You went to a spot hidden for me. Ooh, that is a nice hard success. Hard success. He doesn't seem to be thinking all too clearly. Uh, you've upset him, seems like deeply. Um, but if you peek in that window and you see him pacing back and forth, you can also see that the big double doors in the back leading into the backyard are wide open, you know, where the so the air comes flowing in. Conti hmm. is very excited to be breathing again. Okay. So, <laughs> scare the Sorry, old litter. It, it looked like Dr. Edison did that to Roland just now. <laughs> he turned sideways and went. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that. As, as my daughter was waving at me, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so maybe we ask him uh, how long he has known Ennio Spinola, and perhaps his old heart will give him away. Should one of us sit here on the front stoop and make sure there is no uh, rushing out the front door? I, I will say it, say up here. He stoop. doesn't look fast. Good. I am not either. Okay. But, but I'm large. So what are the rest of you going to do then? I think we're going around the back. I'm just walking into his house. Okay. Is that yeah. the idea? I'll, I'll, the I'll idea. be at the front. I'll stay at the front. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll go in the back. Yeah. Okay. 
So we'll assume then that Dr. Edison and, Doc, and, and Gunter stay in the front and the other three go into the back. Um, you, you walk around the back and you start moving across the, uh, the tile uh, outside. There's, maybe there's a swimming pool or whatever. But as you, as you come around the back and you move towards those double doors, uh, you see him, he's almost, you know, talking to himself. Um, and out of the corner of his eye, he sees you and he's like, oh, you didn't leave. And he starts running towards the stairs in his house to go up. I, I run after him. <laughs> okay. Um, how about the other two? I'll go with Neruda. I want to make okay. sure he is. Yeah, I'm not Chase the fastest. Chase down your prey. So I will look around the downstairs while they... Dr. Uh, Kurz, you, you can see that it's well-appointed. He's a wealthy man. He's got a lot of nice things, art and stuff like that. Um, he's not extremely fleet-footed, but he runs up the stairs. He knows his house. And Dr. Neruda and uh, Theodore, you follow him up. Uh, he runs up the stairs. He runs down the hallway as you're gaining on him, and he dives into a... Uh, uh, through a door into what you can see immediately is like his office. He's got books on the wall. He's got a, a nice mahogany table. I'm opening that door. Yeah, well, it's it's open. He doesn't close it as he goes through. And uh, he is heading immediately for his desk. Yeah, he won't get there. Okay, so what do you do? I will run over and... Uh get in between him and the desk. Just okay, you'll have to do a, just a little ahead of you, so do a... Um... But he's, he's okay, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a lot younger and really fed. Okay. I, um, I will make... Well, I say that do you a ball do, do, do a luck roll. Then. All right. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, taking that into account, uh, oh, no, no, it hit, it's exactly, it hit my luck exactly on the button. Okay, oh. so you get to him as he's leaning over his desk and pulling open the drawer, and you see he's got a 38 yeah, in the I drawer. Will, I will just make sure that goes, yeah, I'll pick it up and just okay. slide it away. And he kind of grasps for it. And then he turns and he tries to punch you in the face. What do you want to do? Um, I'll, I'll just simply, I'm right there. I'm, I'm a big, strong guy. I'm just, I'll just wrestle and grab his arms and kind of. Okay, so him. you got to do a counter roll then. Yeah. Uh, yeah to and grapple. I'll, or... I'll scramble for the gun in the meantime. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh, where are these rolls coming from? Um... Okay, so that's a fail. <laughs> okay, he he got a 14. So he punches you square in the face, but there's not a tremendous amount of oomph behind it. Maybe uh, maybe it gives you a bloody nose, but it doesn't okay. really... I will, Okay. restraining myself... Try what, is, what does Gabriel do? Oh, yeah. I'm, grabbing the, I'm grabbing the gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you grab the gun and pick it up. By this time, Roland, you've come around the corner into the room, and he's... He's fighting you on yeah, the table. Trying to just bear hug him and hold him. 
restrain him. Let me go. Let me go. We, he's. We know you're, about you're, what happened. You're going to pay you robbers. We we know about the warehouse. Ennio Spinola, Senor. No, no, you can't. You can't possibly know about. No. Tell him to sit down, Theodore. Ennio Spinola. He starts. He starts breathing really hard, like. Uh, <laughs> Go to the front of the villa and call down, Doctor York. Heart medication. So I will help him sit hard into that chair and just sort of keep my arms on his shoulders. No, I, 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 uh, what you want? Why did you bring Katharina there? I don't know. It's, it's not, not supposed to be like this. Like what? No, 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 no. I can't, no. It's, uh, and he starts gasping again. At the sound of 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 York of York's name, he, uh, hey Gunther, let's let's go and just try and see if the front door is unlocked and try and go straight through the front door. Okay, or you can just come around the back. <laughs> it's just, right. Anyways, go around the house. All right, and yeah, up the stairs. I join him. No, no, uh, I, I I don't know what you're talking about. If you want the money, it's 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 in the safe there. No, we don't want the money. We want to know what happened to Katarina after after you took her from the train station and went to that warehouse. What happened, Conti? What did you do? Uh, he looks absolutely terrified. Okay, when Doctor York he gets keeps... into the when Doctor York gets into the office. I go, I kind of mutter under my breath, I always wanted to do this. And with a single sweep, I just want to sweep my arm across his desk to clear everything off and knock it to the floor. And then I say, put him on the desk. Arno. Oh, he's, he, he's, he's struggling as best he can, but he's an old man. Um, you can feel Dr. York that his heart is pounding. Okay, I want to see if I can give him a nitroglycerin pill. Okay. Um, you could slip that in his mouth. Yes. Okay. He is going to try to bite your finger if you try to do that. Okay. What do I need to do to oppose that? Um, brawl. Okay. Yes. I, We're kind of brawling with him. I would like to be assisting because I'm holding him down. I'll be happy to sort of do whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to bite my finger off. Okay, yeah, he got a 28. So oh, he bites geez. down on your finger. Uh, <laughs> he's struggling. He's no, no, like this. Uh, is that one hit um, point? Yeah, I'll take yeah, I didn't I didn't give Theodore a hit point, so he just bites down on it. Um <clears throat> spits it out. He's like, no, no, my heart, my heart. He starts yelling, he says, How? How can, how can? Just relax, uh, and I try and readminister the pill. Maybe I, thump on his chest to try and help him. They, they said I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly. I would live forever. Who? Who? Ah, uh, uh, said that. 
uh, he he suddenly uh, he he sort of tenses up and he says, "No, they said uh, a brother of the skin could never die." And he stops breathing and he shakes for a few moments and then he goes limp. Brother, he's yeah. dead. Teddy. Well, shit. Hmm. Okay. So, thank goodness that there was a hundred feet in between each of these villas with trees and bushes in between, and we were also dropped off two villas away from here. He also and died he of a heart attack. Had a heart attack, and they won't even see that he has someone else's blood in his teeth. And uh, he'll. We, look need, we need to look for. A journal or books or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He pointed out where the safe was. With that, I think that's a good spot to stop. And then you can uh. pick up from <laughs> looking through his things next week. <laughs> Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gassaway, Stuart Lively, Keith Craig, Josh Harwood, and John Hook with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.